G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Well, we love connecting with people all around Australia and all around the world. And we're very excited to catch up with Andrew Mitchell this morning, who has a fantastic uh, story and song to mm. share with us. So good morning, Andrew. Well, it's good evening. Good night. Yeah, you should right. be in bed where you are. Yeah. Hello, hello. I'm about to have my bovril and go to bed. That's right, yes. <laughs> oh, we appreciate you staying up a bit later to, uh, to connect with us. It is always a bit awkward when you talk to people in the UK because the time zones are really uh, difficult. But mm. uh, yeah, lovely to chat and we are looking forward to hearing a bit of your story. Although I've got to say, it's not a, a nice, light, breezy no, story because no, no. you guys have really been through the mill the last uh, 18 months or so. Oh my gosh, we've been through the mill like so many people around the world, I suppose. Everyone has their own stories to tell. Ours has felt very, very extreme, but on the other hand, we're still healthy and well, and we have to give thanks to God for that, for sure. Yeah, that's so Amazing. good to hear. So tell us a bit of your story. I mean, you guys um, you know, have, I guess, as you mentioned, with you know, so many others around the world, really uh, faced uh, some pretty dramatic uh, crises as a result of the pandemic, and I guess really the impact of that on your uh, livelihood. T- tell us what uh, you were doing. Uh, let's go back a couple of years ago mm. and uh, what led up to this. Yeah, well, I'm a uh, UK worship leader, obviously, and worship artist, and uh, I'd, I'd, I'd got to the point where I'd finished my third album and I'd just been offered another two-album deal with Integrity Records. And then God just tapped me on the shoulder and said, OK, son, I'm going to have to take you out for a season and do some heart transformation in wow. you. And I think really I just got really burnt out with all the touring and the recording and everything and the kind of giving out and giving out constantly and not taking enough back in. And since that point, you know, God has done a radical work of deep transformation in me, despite the I've been a Christian since I was 10. I've been, I think the last few years have been the most transformational. And I've had to go back to a lot of the basics and learn that faith isn't about striving, you know, it's about mm. surrendering. It is possible to be really, really fruitful, but from a much more restful place. Not inactive, but just restful, you Mm. know? Um, And giving God much space sovereign in every area of my life. And as I did that, um, we had this incredible journey, Jill, my wife and I, where we became the owners of a beautiful castle estate. Wow. Yeah, so before we got that property, God had told us we were going to become the owners there. It, it used to belong to the Queen Mother's sister, and um, we're only the second private family in about oh, 300 wow. years to own it. But it's got this extraordinary kind of 800-year spiritual history. And um, Jesus just said to us very clearly that he was giving us the spiritual water rights, and we were to unblock wow. the spiritual wells there. It's a hugely significant place spiritually in the UK and in the world, to be honest. And uh, I first went there when I was a child, and it kind of became my spiritual home. So for God to start telling us a few years ago that we were going to become the owners was really profound and exciting and scary all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so on Christmas Eve 2015... We did become the owners, having fought off a ton of stiff international competition from buyers all over the world because it's such an iconic place. Mm. And that that began just this extraordinary journey for us. And um, 
I think, you know, what I would say is that God so often doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies mm. the called. And, and, in, and in my case, you know, whether it was, it's my worship journey or, or this journey in business, because both kind of run in parallel now, um, I find myself constantly kind of at God's feet just saying, help, <laughs> you know, teach me, guide me, instruct yeah. me, lead me, because I just have to be honest and say, I can't, I can't do any of it without him. Mm. And so we, yeah, we began this process of kind of really digging into what it was God wants this place to be used for, for his glory. And we have 70 staff across six different departments. And right now it gets used for lots of high-end exclusive use events and movie filming, TV stuff, and all the rest of it. Um, and we're, we're in the, we're, this year we actually have launched a record and music publishing company uh, called, called Safe House. Wow. That's so good. Exciting stuff. That's mm. amazing. Then the pandemic hit. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that, I can yeah, imagine we were... no one was really doing events or, you know, coming to places because yeah. they weren't allowed. Yeah, exactly. All the international travel stopped. Everything was just halted. And I mean, the, 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 the steps the government took here, you know, immediately cost us about two and a half million Australian mm. dollars because I already worked that out in your currency. Wasn't that nice of me? Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, very much appreciated. <laughs> it sounds a lot more impressive than, than, than if I put it in British pounds. But I mean, yeah, that, that, was, that really stung because obviously we're, it's a, we're a private company and that was left for us to have to kind of navigate our way through. And, you know, very isolating, very challenging, no government help, no, no grants, no hand or anything banks still wanting their mortgages paid insurance companies still mm. wanting paid business taxes and everything else and really just a, a disproportionate amount of expectation placed on us in relation to any other member of, of society and that that's been really hard to stomach um but amazingly uh, a year before the pandemic hit one of our brilliant mums in the faith gave us a prophetic word that we were going to go into lockdown oh wow so in march 2019 we were having a prayer time and a worship time at our house and she saw us dressed in these amazingly beautiful royal robes holding an orb and a scepter and uh, she said that we were going to be going into a period of lockdown and that we weren't to worry. God had it all covered and we were to just trust and that he had a plan and that we were just to kind of cling on to him despite everything. Mm. Well, of course, at that point, we had never used the word lockdown. It wasn't in common language yeah. like it is now. So when the lockdown hit in the following year, it was like God kind of took a lot of the drama out of it for us. So although we'd been put in this really extreme and kind of disproportionate place, because of government decisions, we, were, we found this grace inside us just to keep blessing the governments and just to keep praying for godly wisdom upon the decision makers because they were all going through unprecedented stuff. Yeah, as that's well. right. And they, need, they needed prayer support. They needed flanking. And so we managed to just kind of sidestep any histrionics and just keep looking up, just keep trusting in him and just believing that God watches over his word to perform it. And this is where... You know, for me, a lot of the sense of God having gone ahead of us into our future came from this realization that, you know, people say to you, oh, God's timing's perfect, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes when you hear that and you're in the midst of a battle, you're like, if someone says that to me one more time, I'm going to scream or I'm going to hit them, however well-intentioned they are. But the fact of the matter is, you know, Holy Spirit said to me not so long ago, the reason I'm never late is because I exist outside of time. 
Mm. And it's impossible, it's impossible to be late when you exist outside of time. Yeah, and so God can, God can go forwards in time, he can go backwards in time, he can restore years that have been eaten away through whatever in anyone's life. And he goes ahead of us and saturates our futures with blessings that we can't even begin to imagine. Um, and that's just out of the goodness of his heart and who he is as a father. So we just held on to that belief and that um, God spoke to us and said there was going to be a harvest and we just needed to trust despite how things looked on the world stage, if you like. So that's what we did. And here we are still mm. standing, yeah. still, pray, still praising, still loving him, still growing closer to him by the day and enjoying his company. That's amazing. Mm, wow. And of course, uh, yeah, the the songwriting is a part of it as well. You've written a song out of this season, um, you know, and we, I, I love the fact that you know, really, at what would be your lowest point, you know, when things were looking pretty bleak, uh, this song sort of poured out of you, which really is just a declaration of uh, you know God's goodness and His faithfulness. I, I love it. Tell us a little bit about how that happened. Yeah, thanks, Robert. I'm glad you feel that way about it. It's ministered to us as a family really deeply, to be honest. Um, it was a really low day, you know, on top of everything else. One of our uh, home loan providers started an action to try to repossess our home in amongst it all as well. So as if we weren't going through enough, mm. trying to navigate all the extreme financial losses and protect all of our 70 staff and their livelihoods and their families, which equates to about 200 people and their dependency on our company succeeding and going well and, and representing them, you know, standing up for them and being a voice for them because no one was doing that. Um, we're also trying to be a great mum and dad to our little girl who was two at the time, um, is three now, and obviously be as, as, as engaged a husband and wife with each other as we mm. can be so that our marriage and our love continues to grow in the midst of all of that. And then at the kitchen sink, on this really particularly tough day, I, I just found myself re wrestling, I guess, with some of the dignity of what we'd been travailing through and really crying out to God for breakthrough in the midst of. And I looked over at my little girl, and she was just so blissfully unaware of that, you know, the way toddlers are. Mm. And I was so thankful to God that she wasn't aware of any of the challenge that we were facing. But on the other hand, it kind of broke me to just think of how, how much Jill and I had had to face and how much we'd stepped out in faith and taken these massive and extreme risks um, to do what we'd done. And that we were now, I just had this sense of kind of free falling and, 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 and trying to, I guess all we had, the currency that we were trading in purely was, was faith. You know, mm. that, that was it. But then faith is the currency of miracles. Yeah. And, and, you know, what, what, what we've learned is that God magnifies movement because movement magnifies him. And when, it's only when we stop being victims that we learn to walk in dominion. And he has called us, his, his children, his royal children, as a royal priesthood upon the earth to walk in power and authority. And the only way we learn to administer that is by actually doing it mm. and getting up. Like, the, like the, the, the paralyzed man at the pool of Bethesda, you know, the invitation was to pick up your mat and walk. He'd, his whole identity had become centered on, on, his, on, on, his, on how he perceived himself. Mm. God never sees us the way we see ourselves. He sees us as so stunning and so beautiful and so complete because of Jesus in us, because the entirety of the righteousness of Jesus has been ascribed to us. And so he sees us as that perfect. 
right? So in the midst of the, the hardest, challenging, extreme things we'll ever go through, God is always like, I don't need a plan B, guys. I never need a plan B. Mm. Just look mm. to me, listen to what I'm saying. So what I felt that day was just these, these simple, simple words rise up in my spirit, and it was just the peace of Christ into my heart, the peace of Christ into our home, the peace of Christ into our lives. And this whole melody came upon me, and I kind of sat at my piano, and over the next couple of hours just wrote, For All You Have Done. Mm. And, and as, as I wrote it, it became this declaration kind of coming right up from the depths of my being. Of, of longing, of, of, of aching, <laughs> you know, yeah. a faith, faith-filled prophetic declaration about who I know God is and who I trust Jesus to be. And as I did it, as I wrote it, I was like kind of exchanging all my anxiety, my concern about the future, all the unknowns with the transformational reality of who Jesus is because he is faithful. He promises never to leave us. You know, he numbers the hairs on our heads. That's how well he yeah, knows us. That's amazing. And, and, and so as we worship, the whole atmosphere and culture of our hearts changed. And, and the atmosphere of our home radically changed, and it's remained changed to this day. And, and really what was at the kind of root of the song was this invitation to stand up in faith to move towards God. In other words, let him bless our movement as we move towards him, not be static, mm. not be a victim. And actually, actually, you know, when we worship God, it reminds us of who he is. And as we did that, it was like this invitation to thank him in advance for all of the things he has gone ahead of us and poured into our future, even though we can't see them yet, even though we've not physically lived those days yet. But in faith, I'm going to trust and declare in that trust mm. that he has done those great things because of who he is. So a bit like we read in Hebrews 11, 11, you know, when Sarah just laughed in the face of being told she was going to have a child in her mm. 80s. But what she did was she took hold in faith of the faithfulness of who he is. Mm. And she applied, his, she applied his faithfulness into her situation. And that's what we did. And, and that's what, that's what, is at the heart of for all you have done. Mm, that's and we just we just knew at the time it was going to be this song of sort of worldwide impact. We just knew in our spirits. I think when you write a lot of worship as as we do and have done continue to you just sometimes know there's that extraordinary kind yeah. of download of revelation that God is just so gracious to give. Mm. Um so it's an absolute privilege to to share it with with you guys and your listeners and i, I really pray they're ministered to powerfully by it as mm, well that's wonderful we're going to play the song in a moment but just to let people know that if they want to get their hands on it uh, the website is for all you have done.com there's, there's like church material there if people want the backing track for their services or the sheet music guitar oh, charts and all of that stuff they can get all of that oh, stuff too fantastic all right so for all you have done.com is the place to go uh, for it, but yeah, as mentioned, Thank we'll play it in a moment. But uh, Andrew, so good to talk to you, and yeah, yeah just uh, thrilled so to hear uh, your heart, your passion for the Lord, and and your story, what He's been doing in and through you guys, is uh, pretty amazing. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute joy to be with you guys. I hope we get to meet sometime. Yeah, that'd yes. be great when the world is well, open. We'll come and visit you in your lovely yeah. uh, castle yeah. in Edinburgh. <laughs> Please do. Please, you're welcome anytime. Well, here is Andrew's song. It's called "For All You Have Done" on Rise and Shine from Andrew Mitchell. 
the peace of Christ into my heart, the peace of Christ into my home, the peace of Christ into my life, the peace of Christ, peace of Christ. Love of God into my soul, the love of God deep in my bones, the love of God to give me hope, the love of God, love of God. I will sing to my Savior for all days to come in the best.
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.